back. Today's topic is self-love. It's your host, Belize Mohoza, and I'm excited to have you guys here. You know how it goes. So what exactly is self-love, guys? What do you understand by self-love? I firmly believe that self-love is such a broad topic. It's something we hear on a regular basis. But do we really understand what it is? Do we take the time and see that it's a journey? It's part of the personal development that we were talking about last time. I believe self-love is more of cultivating your self-worth more than loving yourself. Oh, I like myself as Belize. No, it's where you cultivate your self-worth by working so hard on yourself. And this stems from the little things, your thoughts on a daily basis, the kind of feelings you entertain, the friends that you have in your circle, the environment, how you take care of yourself, all these little things. I believe for you to have full self-love as a person, you have to do those things that make you feel whole as a person. As in, what are you doing on a daily basis? What, how are you feeling? Are you self-aware enough to the point where you can be like, okay, this is my trigger coming in. I need to switch my attention to something else. I'm, I need to go work out because I'm going back in the funk. I'm going back into not feeling myself. So I believe self-love has become a bit hard with the times that we're in. We have these social medias that take our attention. We spend so much time on them. Social media where you sit and you're like, oh, this person looks like this. Why don't I look like this? Or am I a failure in life? Am I not doing the right thing? Your thoughts literally diminish you and you keep going behind as a person. So I believe social media has made it pretty hard for everybody because it has created body dysmorphia where you look at a supermodel, you're like, I need to look like that. And then a person stops eating. For example, instead of learning how their body works, learning what works for them and cultivating those few little habits that can propel them into becoming the best version of themselves as a person. I will tell you what self-love is not for sure. Self-love is not comparing yourself to people. Self-love is accepting yourself and looking in the mirror and being like, I am grateful for who I am. I am grateful for how far I have come. Where are my shortcomings? Let me work on it. And just being authentic to the point where Nobody can shake you. Where you walk into a room, you're like, yes, I am whole. But it's a journey. You have to work on yourself. There are some people you tell, oh, you're beautiful. And they seem shocked. No, everybody is beautiful. You have your own beauty. Your beauty is not on the outside. It's on the inside. It's how you think. The fact that you're awake. The fact that you're able to go to work. You're able to function on a daily basis. That's beauty. That is appreciating yourself as a whole person to a point where nothing else can shake you, basically. So. The next part we can get into is the part of saying what self-love exactly is. Self-love is being kind to yourself, number one. is being proud of yourself, where you wake up and you're like, I am proud. If it requires you to say affirmations in the mirror first thing, you say you're like, I am beautiful, I am strong. It's a good thing I've seen um, someone on TikTok post and every morning when their daughter wakes up, she's like a three-year-old, while they're doing her hair, she says like 10 affirmations. I am beautiful, I am confident. Those things you keep telling yourself on a regular, you actually start embodying it and you walk in that authentic way of living. And you're like, oh, I actually feel this way. I would say self-love is about being so self-aware where you're in touch with yourself. For example, I wasn't self-aware in the past and I would just react to things. Some things would trigger me and I just react or you find yourself becoming emotional. You do all these little things. But once you are very self-aware, which leads you to that self-love, of course, you learn your triggers. You learn to feel yourself when you're going out of balance. 
You learn to feel when you're not being your calm self, when maybe that anxiety kicks in and you're starting to overthink, you're starting to just get out of line, which is never a good feeling. Self-love is also knowing that, hey, I'm burnt out. Like knowing that, let's say you've been working a lot, you have a project and you're like, I need a break. I need a break from social media. I need a break from human beings. You take that time for yourself. It's self-rejuvenating. You come back stronger. But some people live in autopilot, like they're actually used to continuously going on. I have to keep going. No, actually, your brain doesn't think clearly when you don't know the time, when to stop, when to sit and reflect and be like, okay, this weekend I need to go to the spa, get a massage that will help me. It's not because you want the luxury soft life. No, that's something that feeds your soul and you feel greater when you come back. There's one time I was sitting with people and they were like, I don't believe in vacations. I think vacations are a wastage of money and time. But no, if you're like handling literally seven businesses at the same time, your brain cannot stay functioning 24-7. You need that time off and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to my cave if it requires me catching a flight going, driving out of town, going to a place or just switching off my phone. And then I just rejuvenate. Self-love is mainly about filling your cup. Like you get drained as a human being. It's so normal. We have so much work. We have so many things going on. You get to a point and you're like, I need a break. I actually need to take a break and stop. So that's what it is. Because when we don't do these things, we tend to have things I call negative emotions, negative thinking, negative, just negative. That's where you find people saying, I was in a funk. And it's normal. A funk is basically where you're just not motivated, not happy, no matter what happens. You, and the worst part about these things is you end up pouring it on other people. You end up having people feel like you're being rude to them. You find someone, they're just being cranky at home, at work and stuff. Maybe they're just burnt out. But you have to take the time. You take self-inventory and you work on yourself and you're like, I need a break. I need, I'm not in a good place. What do I have to do to bring me back to my equilibrium? We tend to also make better choices when we come from positive way of thinking. Like once you've come from that rejuvenating part of things, whether it be working out, traveling, taking a break, all that, which you're about to get into, you come back thinking so positively. Actually, I read an article the other day and it says research has shown that an average human being has 70,000 thoughts on a daily basis. Just imagine 70,000. You think about what you're seeing, what went on in the past, how someone triggered you, how these little things back and forth to a point where your thoughts, people embody them and your thoughts are not you. Your thoughts are just some things that come in there, but we don't develop that part of observing our thoughts and seeing how they affect us. Seeing how, let's say, lately I've been thinking negatively. How can I switch up my way of thinking? And it also shows that 98% of those 70 thoughts are repeats, are just a recollection. For example, somebody pisses you off. You dwell on it for a whole day. This person, oh, was rude to me at work. Like that person is bad. That person actually, um, next day I'm not going to talk to them. I'm, like you're actually illuminating around the same thought, yet you can just change it. And you just decide to be like, let me switch my way of thinking. It's a habit. It takes practice for you to become more strong in this area. For a person to actually cultivate the literal, actual part of self-love is practicing gratitude. Gratitude is one of the key things that have helped me overcome just the negative thinking, whether it be anxiety. Uh, we'll get back to that. 
topic where I'll discuss how I've experienced anxiety and depression. And it's not a good thing, but that will come in the topic of mental health, which we'll get into at some point. But gratitude is such a beautiful thing because it teaches you to love where you're at. You wake up every morning, you see it as a blessing and you're like, I'm going to tackle this day and give it my all because you never know. At least COVID taught us that to see that life is a blessing. The fact that we're here, the fact that we're still breathing, being able to go to work, have friendships, do all these things. It's a blessing. So take it with so much strength and happiness because the more you're grateful of the little things, the more you can get more things. But don't expect to want more things if you're not grateful and doing the little things. As a Christian, I also believe that God blesses you more when you're doing the most with what you have. Like you can't expect to reach a certain target without maximizing the resources you have at the, at the moment. So start where you're at, learn to appreciate where you're at and wake up every morning. Like, for example, how I practice gratitude every morning is I wake up and as soon as I open my eyes, I'm like, thank you, God, for this day. I'm just grateful that my eyes are open. My heart is beating. I'm okay with it. And that actually switches up, even though I wake up feeling like my day is going to be stressful. I have meetings. I have all of these things to take care of. I realize that the more I'm grateful, the more calm I become, the more I become more embodied in myself. And I, I'm so present and I tackle the day in a calm, healthy mindset. So the last part of this podcast, I would say develop and cultivate things that bring you back to yourself. Because I started off by saying that we tend to have problems in life, let's say school, work, stress, and all that. But there are certain things you can implement that help you go back to your true north. Your true north is your ultimate fulfillment and joyful person that you're meant to be. These include, do I need to go to hit the gym? For example, myself, when I go to the gym, anything that's moody, anything that's bad, anything that's stressful, it somehow disappears. It's amazing. If you need to meditate, if you need to journal, that's another beautiful thing that I do. And we will talk about it in other episodes. If you need to just take care of yourself, as we say, take a break, be kind to yourself, be compassionate and just be a little bit smooth with yourself because these are the pillars that you need to see that work for yourself. I'll give you an example. My first are prayer, meditation, working out, journaling and uh, hanging out with friends. Those are things that kind of rejuvenate my life and I feel more happy when I feel drained because it's normal to feel drained all right so I am here to just tell you guys take self-love as a, a great journey take time to learn yourself take time to see what you need as a person do that and you feel so fulfilled and stay grateful at every moment of the day and everything you achieve for you to achieve more thank you for tuning in once again hit that subscribe button and have a good day <music>